Welcome back to episode 55 of the Moose Knuckle podcast. Um, so obviously, if you're listening, which nobody is, uh, you see I kept up uh, doing one episode every two weeks for zero times in a row. It's been about a month. But what are you going to do? I was busy. Well, I was semi-busy. Uh, so I think I talked about in the last episode, I cut my end of my finger off pretty good. It's actually going back fairly well. So I'm, it's gonna, I don't know. We'll see. It should look semi-normal, but like tiny. I don't know how to describe it. It's weird. I cut it off in an angle. So it seems like it'll grow back and kind of fill in with fat a little bit and round out. It'll just be a smaller fingertip, I guess you could say. Anyways, uh, Moose Knuckle Podcast at WordPress.com. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher and iTunes as well. Got a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Uh, I guess the name of the episode could be Why Billy Blanks is an Asshole. Just kidding. But maybe. We'll see. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about, uh, since I've been fairly inconsistent with episodes, probably not that many back, I was talking about the new Top Gear, and um, I forget the dude's name, I want to say something Evans, Chris Evans maybe? No, that's the dude from Captain America. I don't know what his name is, this British guy. He was essentially the uh, main host of the new Top Gear. I was not too fond of it. Um, he was obviously a car guy, but I mean, I say that because he bought a McLaren P1, so you got to be at least somewhat of a car guy to, uh, buy that. You know, that's no small chunk of change. I think they're, uh, what would they be? I know in dollars, they're well over a million. I don't know what it is in pounds, just a little over a million, I think. But anyways, uh, I was not too fond of him. Apparently, the people in charge of Top Gear, did uh, they agreed, and he's out. They also got rid of that female German. Uh, I think she had done some racing. It was also a stunt woman. She was actually a pretty good driver. I do not think she was good in the show. They also got rid of... Uh, Eddie George, I believe his name was. He's a um, racer. He was uh, he's Scottish, I think. I couldn't understand a goddamn word he said every time he talked. Because he mumbled as well. I know that's odd for me because I talk quiet. But uh, I could not understand what the fuck he was saying. And you recall I said that uh, I would actually keep Matt LeBlanc, Chris Harris, as I said, I've been watching him for years in the young black guy at the time because I couldn't remember his name. It's uh, Rory. I say young, he's probably about my age. I think he's the youngest of the group. Matt LeBlanc's probably the oldest. Uh, and it turns out that is the new lineup for the new Top Gear. Now, I have watched, what, at this point, there's two episodes out. I think the third one comes on tonight. And I'd say it's actually pretty good. It's definitely not as good as the old guys. But I I think it'll be successful if they uh, keep it up. One thing I do not like, though, is... Uh, 
think it's called Extra Gear or something like that. It's a like 30 minute recap show that automatically records if you set up your DVR to record Top Gear. I don't need a fucking 30 minute recap of what I just watched from some guy I don't know who he is and frankly just seems like a TV host, not a car guy. So that annoys me. But uh, I do like the new Top Gear. Uh, Matt LeBlanc. There's different kinds of car guys, you know, just with everything, there's different types of people. But I'd say Matt is, he's a car guy, but he's that car guy who kind of likes some funky stuff. And even though he knows it's not the best, he'll just say, I like it because I like it. And he mean, he'll have an explanation. He'll be like, I know it's not the best, but this is why I like it. Um, so he's good in that way. Chris Harris, uh, has been a automotive journalist for years and just, he has a crazy in-depth knowledge of cars and can explain driving in an incredible way. Sorry, my nose is a bit stuffed up. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, incredible way. Uh, he's driven so many just top shelf cars that, you know, he has a depth of knowledge that um, I don't think a lot of automotive journalists have because he's driven everything. Plus, he seems to be a fairly decent driver. I mean, you do this enough, you're going to get better, but he actually... Uh, Although he does lose some challenges, he's usually the guy to push it fairly hard when driving, so you really uh, get a good sense of what the car can do in terms of uh, his explanation. And then you have Rory, who's, uh, I believe, the youngest of the group, and he's obviously newer in his career, which is good in terms of he will get very pre-excited for something like uh, the Ford... Is the hatchback called the Escort? I don't remember. But either way, the essentially, like, he got super excited for the new Ford hatchback. The, I believe it was the, no, SVT is a Dodge thing. What's it? Whatever their sports uh, model is called. I mean, that thing could be very fun to drive, but the point is he essentially sold it to you ahead of time. You know, he's very excited about it. And not that... Um, once they start driving it, Matt or Chris couldn't do an excellent job of describing it, but you know, Matt LeBlanc's been successful for years, so he's probably driven nice cars for quite a while, and Chris Harris has a reputation as a journalist, so he's regularly gotten to drive very nice things, so it's just, they don't have the same level of pre-excitement, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, I'm just saying it's good that they have Rory there as a balance, so... Overall, together, I think it's a very good mix. Um, so far, there's, if you look it up online, there's six episodes planned. I think part of that has to do with, um, they usually do about 10, and then what they call a film. I don't know why it's their nomenclature over there, but it's usually a special. They call it a film for some reason. I don't really know why. But uh, they didn't really go a full year between 
they call it, I think, the 24th and 25th or 23rd and 24th seasons. But really, together, it'd only be 12 episodes, so it'd almost be a normal season. I'm referring to the canceled season. They're about six episodes in. So I think they kind of retooled and got that back out before a year. And they're actually, I think, airing them only a little bit after they come out in uh, Britain currently due to that. But uh, the other show clearly wasn't working. I hope, though, they give this one time to breathe because I think it's going to be a good combination. Um, Also, if you kind of are really familiar with the history of Top Gear in terms of uh, the modern era, I guess it was on many years ago. It was one of the first shows and then went away. And then we kind of had the new modern where you had Jeremy Clarkson... Uh, Richard Hammond and James May, but James May was actually not until the second season. But the point is, if you excuse me again, uh, watch those early seasons, they're really not that good. They're interesting if you're a car guy because they still get uh, you know some decent stuff on there, but it was not that good. And I'd say if you compare what it is now even with some of those guys inexperienced to what it was back then, it's better. I mean, it needs room to grow, so I just hope they give it that chance. And uh, as long as everyone can do, we kind of have this group together for a while. I know Chris Harris, I'm not sure. He also has his YouTube channel. And I don't know if he was, but he was doing a show on uh, NBC called Drive that I watched. So we'll see. Uh, I hope it keeps going. I'm excited for it. Uh, I think it could actually be real uh, competition for... Man, what the hell is their new show called on Amazon? Why can I not remember? I don't know, my mind is blanking, but... uh, I think they got some... uh, When I say them, I'm referring to the old Top Gear hosts. I think they got some uh, kinks to work out. It's not bad by any means. There's just a couple... I don't really like how they do the news now. They don't really cover that in depth. Maybe that has something to do with them traveling to new locations every week. It's a little bit harder to, for some reason, to keep up on the news when you're just traveling, I guess. But I'd like to see that improved. And we can knock off this uh, stupid uh, pretending like celebrities are coming on the show and then befall an accident before they make it although it is kind of funny that they don't actually come on the show but sometimes they actually get the celebrity to fake their own uh, accident type deal anyways moving on to why billy blanks is an asshole for those of you who don't know who billy blanks is i would say how would you so you might be familiar with him for Tybo, if you remember that. That was one of those uh, infomercials. Um, we're doing like kickboxing. I'll get back to that in a second. But before that, he was, I forget if he was a karate guy or a kickboxing guy. But either way, he was, uh, he's been in a few movies. He was trying to become essentially the... Uh, um black uh 
Jean-Claude Van Damme. There you go. Sorry, I couldn't remember his name. And I say that because their uh, movies were very similar, and he definitely also did, like, one of his special things was he would jump up and do, like, the splits kick, which would most likely be fairly ineffective in real life, but they're just, it looks cool on camera when you're like, oh, shit, dude. I forget. I think Jean-Claude Van Damme calls it the helicopter kick because he'll do, like, a full split. Billy Blanks did something similar. Anyways, he was trying to become a film star. That didn't really work out for him. And man, was it in the ni- I want to say it was in ninety in the nineties when Tybo came out. And that was, I'd say, kind of the first in the modern era of uh, this home uh, fitness thing. There was stuff beforehand, but it was much more. What's the word I'm like? He was very energetic. It was I'm not gonna say intense because that came later. But uh it's much more laid back. It's not like they didn't have some of this home crap before, but it was more Well, here's kind of the difference, I guess. Before that stuff was more geared towards women, I think. So it was much uh it's lower energy, you know, kinda less uh I don't know what words I'm looking for. I'm just fucking up all day. Everything today. There you go. Another screw up. But it's just, it was a different, like they were selling to women whereas opposed to he was selling to everyone, if that makes sense. Anyway, so you had this stupid fake bullshit kickboxing. And I say that not because he doesn't know what he's doing, but because anyone who's doing that isn't really doing kickboxing. You're essentially moving a lot, throwing terrible kicks and punches instead of running on a treadmill. You're just doing cardio. That's what's going on. Anyway, so why do I say Billy Blanks is an asshole? Well, because I was thinking about, I was uh, watching, who was it, Eliza Schlesinger? I think that's how you say her name. Uh, One of her specials from 2013. She was talking about P90X. And I started thinking about it. I was like, yeah, how did that get started? Um, I forgot where I was going with that. Anyways, how did that get started? And then I started thinking back to Billy Blanks. That was the first thing I remember seeing. And maybe I was aware of him because he was a martial arts guy. Like, he legitimately knows it. And then he did this infomercial thing. But I feel like Taiba was fairly big. Um, anyway, so I feel like he kind of, he kind of set that up. He was the first guy in the modern age because there was something about over 2 million copies sold or some shit like that. But then, you know, we get, uh, a more sedentary lifestyle and I forget the dude's name who did P90X, but he comes along, right? It's a little bit more intense, a little bit more aggressive. Also sold everyone, not just, uh women and you say what does this have to do with anything right well it just it kind of we see these infomercials on right and people just get this attitude like oh yeah you can be jacked and in super good shape so it just kind of it creates more of a norm like oh yeah everyone's in good shape right you're like well what's the harm in that right everyone should be in good shape well because when we have a baseline of what good shape was right 
then we have Tybo. So everyone's getting good cardio from that. You see all these good looking people on TV that are in fairly decent shape and that becomes the norm. And then we up that level now. So we got P90X, those dudes are even more jacked and women. And then that becomes a new norm. Well, what's the harm in that, right? Being in good shape is, well, it's good for you, right? Especially when you sit at a desk all day. But because that becomes a norm, I feel like that just set up for now we got all these stupid CrossFit assholes. And why are they assholes? Well, because CrossFit's fucking ridiculous. That's why. I'm, there's nothing wrong. I've even watched documentaries about it. It's goddamn impressive. But the point of working out is to make you feel better, right? Give you better range of motion, better posture, better muscle structure, you know, and a whole host of other things that just come along with being in better shape. But CrossFit, some, how many people do you, well, I don't know if you guys know any, but there's a lot of people who get hurt doing CrossFit when, in my opinion, working out is supposed to do the opposite. It's supposed to help prevent injuries. So you can do other sports, but they've turned working out into a sport, which is why, you know, you get hurt. If you listen to trainers who are sort of against it, they say, you know, they do some of these super heavy Olympic style lifts that you're supposed to do two, three, four, five, maybe six max and not quickly, you know, a set might take you a while if you do six and they're doing, you know, max reps for a minute straight or something. You're not supposed to do that. That's why they're getting hurt. I'm not saying it's not impressive, but it's stupid. But why is that? Um, why was I talking about that? Whatever, just keep listening. I'll get back to whatever I was thinking. I'm just going to keep talking out loud till I get back. Oh, right. But why is that annoying? Well, because as most of you know, CrossFit is essentially a cult. People are in it, they have to tell you they're in it. It's annoying, right? So... Why is that Billy Blank's fault? Well, as I said earlier, he kind of started off, in my opinion, this first, um, he kind of kicked off. He flicked the first domino in the chain that started upping where we're supposed to be in terms of being in shape. So that's why Billy Blank's is an asshole. Just kidding. He's probably a nice guy, but... I still blame him for this whole series of events. And they may not be related in any way, but I'm going to say they are. I was also thinking about, I think the dude's name was Tony Little, because I started thinking back. Do you guys remember the gazelle? It was this weird thing you stood on. You could do almost like, I don't know, splits are like sideways, like a super deep lunge at super speed and hit all this weird exercise stuff. Apparently he's still going. I remember Googling it about a year ago and he had a website up where he was still selling crap. A lot of people don't know either that uh, I do got um, wasted a bunch of times and gotten super serious accidents. You can see pictures where like half his fucking face is cut off because he just smashed into a windshield driving a Porsche or something. Did it twice, I'm pretty sure. Just hammered. Still alive though. 
So drinking saves lives, kids. Remember that. Just kidding. Don't. Don't quote me on that. That was a joke. Do not drink and drive. I was also thinking about, because uh, I started thinking about Billy Blanks, because he came along a little bit after Chuck Norris. Now, we all know Chuck Norris jokes now. And then we first saw him in, uh, was it Return of the Dragon? Either way, a Bruce Lee movie, right? And I started thinking about, in real life, we know he's a karate guy. Really, he was a uh, kickboxing guy. I think his uh, specialty was actually a spinning back fist. He would knocked a lot of dudes out with that. But I started thinking about him because if you think about it, we first saw him essentially in hand-to-hand combat, and that's what we know he's good at, right? But then I started thinking as he went on in his film career and eventually to Walker, Texas Ranger, he was always a gun guy, right? Like, he was always in something where he was a soldier, shot a lot of dudes, blah, blah, blah. Kind of Rambo-esque. And I guess Stallone did this in Rambo, too. Which doesn't really make sense. They always get to the end of the movie, and they create a scenario where, for some reason, they have to fight hand-to-hand instead of with guns. Now, I know why this is at least for chuck norris because we know in real life he's a karate guy so that's what people wanted to see but let's just contain it within the universe of the movie for a second why would a guy who seemingly has a gun specialty right because he's fucking shooting everybody just crazy good at not getting shot and shooting everyone he's just the baddest fucking dude ever with guns and sometimes do they, a few movies he did knife fights too, but they always create a scenario. Either he runs out of bullets or, well, yeah, he'll run out of bullets and he'll throw it down and they'll fight. But I always love the scenario where he gets face-to-face with the guy, right? And he has to say something to the end bad guy before he just shoots him, even though he's been mindlessly just shooting everyone else. There's no discussion. He's not like, Hey, soldier number 37, I'm here to avenge my wife. Right? He just shoots him and moves on because got to get to the main guy. But now, oh, I'm to the main guy. I better say something specific to him. No, I would just shoot that dude, okay? But then they start talking, right? And they go, something happens where he catches him essentially off guard. And that dude might be out of bullets. But somehow through their interaction... He convinces him, oh, put your gun down and let's do this like men. Even though you're there for some reason because he did something despicable. Like he's shown he's not a trustworthy person. Like killed your wife, killed your best friend, something horrible, right? But oh yeah, I'm going to throw this down and beat him hand to hand. And then they always have to create that moment of drama where it almost seems like you're going to lose and you come back. When in real life, I would just fucking shoot the dude. Why am I wasting time trying to prove I'm a badass? You just murdered a thousand people to get to him. Now let's take it slowly. No, just shoot him. Stop wasting time. I just always thought that was ridiculous. Anyways, I don't know if any of that was entertaining. Um, What was that? Episode 55. Uh, MooseNucklePodcast.wordpress.com uh, the email's on there if you wanted to email me. 
don't know what about but go ahead uh i guess i'll see you next time later